Hello and welcome to the Ghost Bar. Pull up your sheets and have a drink with us. We are your hosts, Nick, Jareth, and Laura, where everything goes bump in the night. Disclaimer, this podcast is strictly for entertainment purposes only. The hosts do not encourage others to drink unless they're adults and can drink responsibly. We also do not suggest nor do we approve of drinking while talking to ghosts. Should you or someone you know need help with alcohol abuse, please reach out to National Alcohol Abuse Hotline. Now grab your preferred drink, sit back, and enjoy the show. This meeting is being recorded. Got it. Hello, and welcome to a very spooky, very sloopy, whoopy uh, episode of Ghost Bar. What are you drinking tonight? I know I'm I'm drinking. I'm drinking some Malibu cocktails because cocktails is fun to say. Malibu rum is good and it's going down just like juice. Mm. I'm drinking almost anything and everything. Oh no, I don't know if you should uh mix your alcohol for the evening. That's no, do it. Just do it. It's fine. You'll learn. Okay. How, how are you doing? Booty. Uh, I'm good. Oh, wait, hold on. Here, say hi. How you doing? Hello. Hello. Okay, say hi, Tasha. Hi. Hi, Tasha. Say hi, Jessica. Laura. Hi, Jessica. Hi. Can't wait to all hang out soon. In approximately two months. Man, oh, that seems so wild. Right. Oh, wait. Hold up. Hey, guys. There's... No. Uh, there's a cop car out here on the side. Like, flaring its lights. I'm dead serious. Yeah, we've been partying it up here. And been drinking. And... Yeah, you sound like a real wild bunch. Oh, shoot. Someone's like running. Sleep her out to the trash. Oh, to the trash can. Move your head. Oh, sorry. This is a very interesting limited edition show. <laughs> so we're going to go check this out. But yeah, already strange things have happened. And I've been drinking my Irish. Um, oh, crap. Because you asked me a little bit ago. And I want to get, I can never pronounce it right. Oh yeah, is it the same thing you had uh, several episodes ago? It's <laughs> it's Irish whiskey. We'll just call it Irish. Uh, I the, ugh, my tongue two, doesn't want to work. It's Tola Mordu and Fireball and Fireball. Oh my God, you mixed them. Mm, that sounds kind of good, actually. Spicy. I oh, like man. spicy. Check what? Well, so I have to take a fireball shot with them. Okay. Uh, we just. Oh, what is the what is the drink the Oh my God! What is the drinking word of the night? Should we do it jumping since this is a show about some man jumping? I would have to say either we can do that or spring. Oh yeah, spring. Spring is a good one. Gotta crack open another one here. Woot woot. Ah, do you hear that? That is such a good sound. 
This is going to be delicious. Okay. Barbecue uh, brisket beans. Did it actually taste good coming back up? My God, it was so mm -hmm. good. Party foul. I just, I missed my mouth. I need a straw. Damn it. I wish I had straws. Oh, anyway, okay. Hang on. I got to take another drink. Mm. Okay. That's good. Ugh. Now my mouth is sticky. Okay. Are you ready for my story? Yes. Let's get the show on the road. I'm going to go this Okay. Side. Don't get scared. But get scared. Because getting scared is fun. Okay. So, tonight's spooky, spectacular story is about spring, take a drink, healed, healed Jack. Jack was a very dashing man, according to people that saw him. Okay, I lied. He wasn't dashing at all. People that saw him actually claimed that he was really terrifying and, and a frightful creature. He had clawed hands and eyes that resembled red fireballs. One report actually claimed that beneath the black cl cloak that the guy wore, uh, that he had a helmet and a tight-fitting white garment that kind of resembled like oil skin of the day. Um, people that are listening that maybe don't understand what oil skin, it's very similar to um, the really slick uh, beeswax paper that that they have now out in stores. Anyway, okay. So many stories also mentioned that he was devil-like. And others say that he was tall, thin, and looked like a gentleman. But that he could breathe out blue and white flames and wore sharp metallic claws at his fingertips. Oh, I can do that. I know, but that also kind of sounds like... Uh, Freddy Krueger. Was Freddy Krueger from this? Oh my god, is that how they got Freddy Krueger? I need a drink. Probably okay. by the claws, but I don't know about the breathing fire part. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, at least two people claim that he spoke to them and he spoke English. So, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to talk about theories here after I tell a few of these stories. So, there actually were a lot of random little stories um, of people claiming to see this Spring Hill Jack. Spring, <laughs> take a drink. And, um, but, the, but the, like, the local papers really didn't pick it up until after um, one particular incident. And um, this incident happened in October of 1837. Um, also, I think, you, I think you cut out on me. What? No. Wait, what was the last thing you heard? Dang it. Uh, I don't know. Go back about a couple sentences. <laughs> okay, God, I don't know what I said. Um. So, uh... 
and then oh, yeah, so like people people like they the newspaper there's a lot of stories about them a lot of random newspaper or news stories about them but local newspapers really didn't pick up the stories or talk about them at all until after this um one incident okay and i'm going to share that incident with you it happened on a dark night in October of 1837. Also, this all happened in London. And I did Google, because Google's our friend, right? Right, Nick? Right, Google's right, our yep, friend. Yep. Google's our okay. friend. Best friends for life, BFFs. Love, well, I mean, we're BFFs, but okay. Anyway, so. I Googled to see when Jack the Ripper happened because because there is also another story that I actually am more familiar with than the one that I'm about to tell you, yeah. um, which I will mention it later. Um, when in regards to the Spring Hill Jack, it's actually pretty popular of a story. I think it's because the girl saw him a little clearer anyway. So <laughs> I actually Googled to see when Jack the Ripper had his first kill. And that was in 1888. So this was way before Jack the Ripper. However, there is an, is an instance that kind of makes me wonder if some psychopath had picked up these stories and kind of went with it but we'll get there we'll get there anyway okay so october it's an october night lovely night and you know it's 1837 you're a young girl and your name is mary stevens and you're walking to lavender hill which sounds lovely by the way and that's where she worked as a servant she was visiting her family, her parents, and she, so she must have had the night off the day before, or the day before, whatever, anyway, and uh, she was on her way back. And she had to cross through Clapham Common, which I'm not familiar with. I've never been to London. You know, maybe sometime here in the near future I will, and I'll oh, get London. to see all these places. Beautiful place. Oh, my gosh, Laura, you have got to go there. Well, we'll have to go on a big giant family trip. And Let's I've get mom and dad to... involved. Okay. Mm. I've never. Sorry, been I had to have a drink. What? <laughs> so I've never been there, so I don't know. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. So on our way through this Clapham Common, and I do apologize if I'm mispronouncing some of these places. Uh, this is how we pronounce them in the u.s so i mean if it's wrong i apologize so a strange figure leaped out for at her in a dark alley or from a dark alley around what what time of year was this it was october oh so it wasn't spring right so it, it was like fall. fall time okay yeah yeah so spooky season anyway I missed that and, okay. No, 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 no. You're good. So he immobilized her with his tight grip 
of his arms. Ooh. And then he began to kiss coming. her face. What? <laughs> Did I hear a romance novel starting up now? I mean, for real, right? And then he thrusted <laughs> his long, hard organ deep inside her oblivious oblivion hole. Okay. So, he began to kiss her face. And, you know, that's pretty risque for the times. Just saying. And then, the slut, not the girl, the guy, he began ripping at her clothes and touching her flesh with his claws, which were, according to her description, cold and clammy of those as a court. But, to be fair, if he was wearing, like, um, a metallic claw at his like fingertips you know had like a metallic claw hand thing um it would be cold uh clammy just might be because of the the season it might be kind of humid whatever anyway so in a panic the girl screamed ah! and this made the attacker flee the noise brought several residents who immediately launched a search for this creature but they couldn't find him. The very fucking next day, I'm telling you, the Spring Hill Jack, goddamn, he he was in need of scaring some poor girl. He leapt at her, at this new victim, Mary Stephen. And, and it was near Mary Stephen's home. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Mary Stevens was the first girl. <laughs> let me let me backtrack. So, the very next day, the leaping character said to choose a new victim near Mary's home using a method that would reappear later in reports. He jumped into the way of a passing carriage causing the coachman to lose control. Can you do a, a horse-like name? Um, can anybody do a horse's, like a, a horse neigh sound? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a horse thing. Okay. okay. <laughs> good try. Good try. So, causing the coachman to lose control. Crash. <laughs> And severely injuring himself. Several witnesses claimed that this crazy character escaped by jumping over a nine foot high wall while crackling with a high pitched ringing laughter. <laughs> That's how I imagine he sounded. But probably more manly than that. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> so it was right after that. He's probably like huh? a Mr. Burns, you know. He's probably leaping over that nine foot thing, like <laughs> followed by excellent. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but he laughed, and it. <laughs> Oh, 
like so all I could keep thinking is is if this happened in this day and age <laughs> some girl would like knee them in the balls and take out their pepper spray and be like no means no I was just walking around the building and there's this blind guy with this cannon hearing you know while you're telling the story and he turns around and he goes is somebody there and I said no <laughs> nice Ooh, okay so oh I'm off news? no it's all good so news of the strange character spread and soon the press gave him the name spring hill jack take a drink you motherfuckers okay i'll take one with you here we'll go one two three here we go mm. that's good and that tastes like pineapple and coconut mm. i don't know what else but it's good i like it okay <laughs> uh, okay. Some a few months after these sightings, in January of 1838, the Lord Mayor of London <laughs> revealed at a public meeting an anonymous letter. <laughs> Maybe it was him. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. So the letter was signed a resident of Peckham. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry for you guys' lives. Uh, that, was, that was brewing for a long time. That one is actually a pretty good one. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I know that there's some people listening with their headphones on. <laughs> and all I keep thinking when I burp is that I'm like literally burping in their ear. I'm so sorry. Mm, I love you. Okay. All right. The Lord Mayor of London had received this letter several days earlier, but he withheld it in hopes of obtaining further information, which I think is uh, kind of suspicious, don't you think? I need a drink for that. Mm. What? It is pretty suspicious. 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 Okay. So, the correspondent got person. I don't know if it was a man or woman. It kind of sounds like a woman who wrote it. Um, I did change some of the wording because <laughs> I, I knew I wasn't going to be able to pronounce some of the words that they had from that time. Um, at least not drunk. So... I, I kind of reworded some of it, but it's pretty much the same. Okay. Just just believe me. All right. So the the correspondent wrote, it appears this is sorry about the bad accent. It appears that some individuals have laid a wager with a mysterious and foolhardy companion that he does not take upon himself the task of visiting many of the villages near London in three different disguises, a ghost, a bear, and a devil. And moreover, that he will not enter a gentleman's gardens for the purpose of alarming the inmates of the house. <laughs> 
I just realized you're trying to do a British <laughs> It's so horrible. I'm so sorry if anyone from <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry for your life. Oh god, okay. Like I, I need more to drink. Hang on. I had a waffle in Bridgington. You had a what? I had a waffle in Bridgington. Oh. I'm just waiting good. Something like that. <laughs> okay. So, getting back to the letter. <laughs> Get back into character. I imagine like some fat, old, white haired lady writing this with like the one or the, the glasses on a chain. The wager was, however, been accepted and unman and the unmanly villain has succeeded in depriving seven ladies of their senses, two of whom were not likely to recover, but to become burdens to their families. At one house, the man rang the bell, and on the servant coming to open door, this worse than brute stood in a spectre costume. The consequence was that the girl immediately swooned and has not been right since. The affair has now been going on from some time, and strange to say, the papers are silent on the subject. This writer has reason to believe that they have the whole history at their fingers' ends, but throughout interesting Interested motives remain silent. <laughs> End. So, what I gather from that, in case you are lost like I was when I first read it. Oh, shit, I spilled. I God damn it. You sounded like you were um, Mrs. <laughs> you were Mrs. Peacock murdered by the knife in the library. I was. I was. And I'm I like Mrs. Peacock. I'm Professor. Oh no! Wait. I'm like pip pip cherry ho. Can't I be the slut, Mrs. Scarlet? Uh, I don't know. I call dibs on her. God damn it! Fine. Okay, I'm moving on to my third one. Ready? Gonna pop the tab. Oh man, I can't open it now. Okay, they got it. Yeah. Okay. So. Basically, what this what this means is that she, this person, I'm guessing it's a she. I don't know for sure, but usually it's a she. I mean, let's let's be real. Anybody that's gonna write a fucking letter to the mayor of London, Lord Mayor of London, about Spring Hill Jack, take a fucking drink, you motherfuckers. Um, I'll take one with you here. I gotta top this off here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they, I don't even know where I was going with that thought. Anyway, like, like the, it's got to be a woman. Like, no man of that time would have really cared, I guess, that this was going on. Because it was going on to women. The only person that would care is another woman. With that being said, let's move on. Okay. So, 
a report from the Bridgeton Gazette or Brighton Gazette. See, I can't read when I get drunk. It's fine. Which appeared in April of 1838. Told how a gardener had been terrified of a creature of unknown nature. The creature appeared to the gardener in the shape of a bear or some other four-footed animal. Which, let's be real. What other giant fucking four-footed animal would there be that would look kind of human-like? Bigfoot? I don't know. Anyway. Having attracted the gardener's attention by a growl. Grrr! Can you do a better grrr? Okay. Yeah, no, that was good. That was good. I'd be scared of that if I didn't know it was you. Okay. Uh, (laughs) So it apparently climbed the garden wall and ran along it on all fours. And then it jumped down again and chased the gardener for some time. (laughs) I don't know why this... That line right there just like makes me kind of smile and laugh. Like this is horrible, but like if this is really just the the makings of like some young men that were just going around pranksting people. <laughs> I love this one. Okay. After terrifying the gardener, it scaled the wall again and made its exit. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Now we're getting into the stories that I'm familiar with, okay? So the first story happened in February of 1938 to a Jane Alsop. I'm really butchering her last name, so I'm just going to call her Jane, and I really apologize to anybody that has that last name because until I hear it in real life, I don't know how to pronounce it, okay? It looks like Alslop. <laughs> Alsop. 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 Uh, that's what it looks like. Okay. Anyway. So she answered the door of her father's house to a man. Huh? Alsop. Al- Alsop. Oh, maybe. It could be. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, it needs. I need somebody to pronounce it first for me. Um. So this, this good lady, this girl, she lived with her dad. And her sister. And uh, she answered the door. Hello. And uh, there was a man there. And he kind of stood in the shadows, it seems like. And he claimed to be a police officer. And he told her, bring a light. We've caught Spring Hill Jack here in the lane. She, of course, brought a light to the candle. A can or can <laughs> She, of course, brought a candle to the person. Wow, Laura. Wow. Okay. (laughs) And she noticed that he wore this really large cloak. Okay. The moment she handed him the candle, however, he threw off the cloak and presented a most hideous and frightful appearance. Vomited blue and white flames from his mouth. While his eyes resembled red fireballs. Miss Jane reported. 
that he wore a large helmet and that his clothing, which appeared to be very tight fitting, resembled white oil skin. Remember I told you about that earlier? Yeah, this is it. So without saying a word, he caught a hold of her and began tearing her gown with his claws, which she was certain were of some metallic substance. This girl's not stupid. Right, like she knows her shit, right? Okay. I mean, if it was, you know, Edward Scissor's hands, let him do what he pleases, girl. He's he's good looking. It's fine. Just just you're fine. Just let him touch you. <laughs> no, don't let him touch you. That's awful. No means no, bitch. No means but no. I was thinking Edward, more like the werewolves in Vampire Diaries, but oh, Scissor's hand works great. I like that better. I was, I don't know, I was thinking Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> You've been drinking. I have. Okay, so she screamed for help. That's a pretty pathetic scream, but we all get it. Yeah, no, yeah, that's that good. That came out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Who grabbed your balls? Anyway, okay. <laughs> I'm sitting on them right now. I'm so glad that you and I are like brother and sister because fuck some of the things that come out of our mouths like I'm like oh we should not say that actually that's uh, something brothers and sisters shouldn't even say to each other you just made it worse <laughs> <laughs> so true oh just fuck point, just for our listeners to know we're not brothers and sister we're just no. two good friends yeah yeah we're friends okay. with benefits, but not sexually. We <laughs> do each other favors, but we always ask for approval. Wait. No, okay. Like, you just too. made that really weird and awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that is was, not at all how a relationship is. After, after it came out of my mouth, my brain just went cringe. <laughs> like, oh, it's not. <sighs> Yeah, um, we jerk each other off. There we go. All right, continue with the story. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Okay, <laughs> so she managed to get away from him because she's a swift bitch. Go, girl, go! And she ran back towards the house. He caught her on the steps and be- continued to tear at her neck and her arms with his claws, which honestly kind of reminded me of um jack the ripper so like anyway she was she was rescued by one of her sisters that came to the door right after that and and this guy this creature he ran off when the sister appeared okay but like this whole i mean i don't want to get into too many theories right now because i i still have two short little um other tales about this this spring hill jack take another drink and um i really want to share them because this next one is like one of my favorites uh but like i just i can't help but wonder like if there really was some somebody out there that maybe wasn't quite i would say not quite right in the head but you know like crazy seriously crazy and maybe this was just the beginnings prior to jack the ripper so 
don't know. Okay. Then nine days after the attack on Jane, 18-year-old Lucy scales. God damn it, I feel another burp coming. I'm so sorry if I do. All right, so 18-year-old Lucy and her sister were returning home after visiting a brother, a butcher, who lived, and I quote, in a respectable part of Limehouse. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't know what's respectable and what isn't for Limehouse, but I, I trust them. Whatever. It's fine. It was respectable. I feel like I need another drink. Mm. Okay. So Lucy said that she and her sister were passing along Green Dragon Alley, which, by the way, that is a bomb-ass name for an alleyway. And even people in the 19th century knew their shit, man. Okay. Just about as cool as the name Dragon Alley. And those who know Harry Potter knew exactly what I was talking about. Hell yeah. So, they saw a person standing at an angle of a passage. So, I don't really understand what that means other than, like, this person was kind of, like, standing halfway into a passageway off this alleyway. Okay? So, she was walking in front of her sister at the time. She probably wanted to get the fuck home. And just as she came up to the person who was wearing a large cloak, he spewed a quantity of blue flames in her face, which deprived her of sight at the moment and alarmed her so much that she instantly dropped to the ground and was seized by violent fits, which continued for several hours. Now, keep in mind, this is the 19th century. What exactly do they mean by violent fits? That could literally mean she ended up having a seizure, which if she had a seizure for several hours, holy fuck, she needed some medical care. Um, if she, um, you know, if the fits meant that she passed out, once again, for several hours, she needs some medical care. Um, if she was hysterical and screaming and talking nonsense for several hours, she probably needed some medical care. But um, she most likely was just like having some PTSD. So she was probably okay. Um, anyway, I don't know. I'm not a healthcare professional. Don't, don't take my word for it. <laughs> Okay, so um, her brother added that on the evening um, that this happened, he heard loud screams from one of his sisters the moment that they had left his house. And he ran up on Dragon Alley and he found his sister Lucy on the ground in a fit and with her other sister attempting to hold her and support her. She was taken home. And then he learned. From his other sister. What had happened. She described Lucy's assailant. As a tall thin. And gentlemanly. Gentlemanly. 
a gentlemanly <laughs> appearance. Hey, you look good. I tell you what, I'm going to help you out with the pronunciation. So I got somebody in here that's going to pronounce that word for properly. Okay, thank you. How do you say it? I'm not sure. How do you say it? Gentlemanly. 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 Yeah, that word. That's the word. So if anybody is wondering who is on the show now, this is actually the co-founder of Paranormal Lights. We welcome Emily. Hey, guys. Wait, what? <laughs> yep, Shut I'm up. Here. Emmy, is that you? It sure is. <gasps> I did not recognize your voice. I missed you. It's been so long. I know. It's been years. It's been years. Oh, now it sounds like you. That's so weird. Oh, yay. Okay. So okay, so how are you? I'm grand. I I'm drinking some Malibu rum cocktails. Oh, that sounds delicious. And I'm they, eating a hamburger. You're eating a hamburger. My username is I'm behind you eating a hamburger. So it pretty much tells you what I'm doing right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So we're we're telling the story of Spring Hill Jack. Motherfuckers listening, take your goddamn drink, and if you don't, I will haunt you. <laughs> okay. I'm violent tonight. It's fine. So and I have no plans to cut her off tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. But Love we do it. Have, um we do have some good news for you though, Emily. Oh, yeah. What's that? Laura, do you want to tell her? Uh, I don't know what the good news is. What are we telling her? <laughs> well, <laughs> I didn't... We're, not having, we're not having a kid, so you don't have to worry about that. But okay. in November, Laura's moving back to Lincoln, and she's moving into my building. Yeah. November. Oh, really? November when in November? Like first, like beginning yeah. of November nice yeah so now you have two yeah. weeks to come back well that's right come back and visit lady i know i have to i have to now that nick is getting married uh -huh. i know right mm -hmm. sorry ladies listening. that's the bad news the bad news. we're so heartbroken <laughs> I I, yeah, I can't tell. Mm -hmm. all right Fun stuff. Are you mm -hmm. drinking, Emily? Uh, no, I am not drinking. I am taking in other things. Oh, oh. okay. Well, <laughs> we like other things. <laughs> we do like other things. Other things are legal here. Oh, yes. damn. And I wish other things were legal. Uh, I'm so sorry. That was like my second burp in the night. <laughs> so here we'll, uh, we'll just call them um, oatmeal cream pies. Okay, yeah. yeah. God then, uh, damn it. I really wish oatmeal cream pies were legal in Nebraska because, like, man, when I come back, uh, I would you, have an oatmeal cream pie every weekend. Aren't they trying to pass that bill? Well, yeah, they, I think they've been trying for a while. 
yeah, because they want to they want to bring the oatmeal cream pies here, but right now I think they're more concerned about chicken wing buffalo wings being called chicken nubs. They're trying to pass that. I don't know. That's stupid. Did you guys not seriously hear about that? What? That mm. doesn't make any. What? Okay. So long story <laughs> short. Are you, know you like, to... is this a real legit thing this right now? A... Yes. This is a real thing here that okay. somebody tried to, uh, they, they went up to court and started talking about how miss the misleading of the name chicken buffalo wings because there's no percentage of buffalo that's in any way in it so they wanted to rename them at restaurants called like chicken nubs or something like that, that true story oh that's so stupid i know and i'm just finding <laughs> out that it is it's illegal here in nebraska to harpoon whales what? Well, I would hope it's illegal in Nebraska to harpoon wheels, wheels, <laughs> whales, because I mean, there's no ocean for hundreds of miles. I know, but that's our stupid law we have here now. Oh well, my god! Okay. I mean, we can't pump our own gas, so everywhere's got to have a stupid law. What? Okay. I guess okay. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's illegal for us to pump our own gas. We literally cannot pump our own gas. They'll yell at you if you try. <laughs> it's funny. Wow. Okay. Well, that and what? you can't you can't buy uh, liquor in grocery stores. It's all regulated by the government. So um, hard liquor has liquor stores like dedicated just for hard alcohol and they're only open during certain hours our government sucks come at me bro come at me seriously god the government isn't isn't that wasn't the government trying to track down the spring-heeled jack well fuck no this is all in london none of it happened in the u.s I mean, there might be there might be something similar, but I I looked and I didn't really see anything. So I don't know. Fuck them. With that paranormal case, Emily of the Spring Hill Jack. Mm. Huh? What? Are you familiar with the case of the Spring Hill Jack? No, I'm not. Ooh. Oh. So when, when this one airs, that uh, yeah, you'll be able to get to listen to the whole last 45 minutes that we've been talking about it. Oh, it's a lot of action and adventures and a fire truck and an ambulance. Oh, man, it was great. Oh, and I even told a blind man I was not there. All right. True. It's a true story. <laughs> so I was just telling about how this poor young 18-year-old Lucy was you know returning home after visiting her brother who's a butcher in a respectable part of limehouse which fuck i don't know if that's respectable but i assume it is it says it is so her and her sister who are who was also with her were like walking along get this green dragon alley how cool of a fucking name for an alleyway is that that's great. I love that. 
Right? It's the best. So they saw this like weird guy, right? Yeah. And you know, like they don't they don't have cell phones of the day. Whatevs. Whatevs. And uh she's walking in front of her sister. I'm guessing her sister is younger than her. Anyway. Oh, just so you know, Emily, oh. we don't have like sound effects, so I'm the sound effects director. It's <laughs> true. I try, but I don't do a very good job. Yeah. Fair enough. So so as she's like walking. She she came up closer to this person, and this person was like, you know, wearing a large cloak, and he spewed a quantity of blue flames in her face. Yeah. Now, we're we're gonna get into theories here in just a little bit. I only have two more stories left, or actually, sorry, one more story after this. That um, before some theories, um, but like, you know, you got to know some alchemy to know what what burns blue okay mm -hmm. so he like he basically whatever he blew in her face with these blue flames caused her to drop to the ground instantly and she was seized upon with violent fits which continued for several hours which you know so back in the day this is 1900s um so really like that could be anything from she fainted which if she fainted for several hours like i said before dude mm -hmm. she needed some medical help if she if they mean by violent fits where she like was seizing holy shit she really needed some medical help um yeah. but you know like if she if she just was kind of out of it and like screaming and and coming in and out of of fainting like, that's just some PTSD. Like, she probably could use some medical help, but, you know, whatever. Anybody that's there that can support her, that's all good. Which I'm guessing it's the latter of the three. Um, mm -hmm. Because she was fine later on. Anyway. So. So, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm talking currently about, like, what the other sister said. Or saw. Okay. So, the other sister said... That she saw a man that was tall and thin and had gen can you say that gentlemanly sort of gentlemanly. word again? Yep, that appearance. <laughs> and he was covered in a large cloak. Okay? okay. And he was carrying a small lamp or oh. a bull bullseye lamp, which was similar to what police used. Okay. Okay. So, so the individual did not speak, nor did he try to lay hands on them, which is pretty rare because, like, from what we know about Spring Hill Jack, take another fucking drink. Um, oh, yeah. We know that he. That's it's our drinking word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, we know that he likes to cut up women's dresses, okay? Okay. So, but but upon, like, this Lucy gal falling on the floor, on the ground, and, you know, getting some fits, I say that with quotes, um, he, he quickly hightailed it out of there. Okay. And every effort by the police were made to discover who this person was and several people were questioned 
but they were always set free. Okay. Okay. Now, one thing that I made a point of pointing out prior to you getting on Emmy, Emily, can I call you Emmy? Yeah. I feel like I can call you Emmy. Absolutely. So, love it. So, uh, Jack the Ripper happened in 1888. Okay, that was his first kill. So, this last story happened in 1877. Now, there were a couple other random little stories where they were to believe that it was Spring Hill Jack, but they weren't for certain. And it wasn't anything as like wild and crazy as what I'm about to tell you. But a group of soldiers were on guard and one guard on duty peered into the darkness and his attention was attracted by a particular figure advancing towards him. The soldier issued a challenge which the figure didn't care about and the figure continued coming up beside him. And when the figure got up to him, he delivered several slaps to his face. Yeah, I don't know why that makes oh me want to laugh, but it does, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Madness. <laughs> so, so I don't know if it was the same guard or a different guard, but it just says a guard shot at him. Uh-huh. And there was no visual effect. Um, some sources think that the other oh, soldier... Effects. I'm sorry. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> um, some, some sources claim the soldier maybe fired blanks. Others say that he purposely missed or fired warning shots. Um, but the strange figure then disappeared into the surrounding darkness with astonishing, astonishing bounds. So (laughs) (laughs) that made me spew out some snot out of my nose. Oh my God. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I did the best I could. (laughs) I liked it. Um, so this is one of the theories that I, or there are a few of the theories that I've heard. One theory is that it is a time traveler from our era that um, was able to go back in time. It was just kind of a trickster. <sighs> so, I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense because, you know, people of our time probably had better ways of getting a hold of uh, chemicals and making helmets and that that can spew these white and blue flames. Um, But like the other theory is that this creature is actually an alien, which I don't know if I believe. So this last theory that I heard, which ironically is not listed on Wikipedia, which is where I get my information because you know it's the most real. I know it's the first time I've heard said it correctly. I need to take a drink for that. Yeah. For the last couple of weeks, she's been calling it Wiki Wikipedia. Wikipedia. 
wiki wiki wa. I'm so full. Uh, I have one more, one more of these cans to down, and I don't know if I can do it. Okay. So, this last theory, I feel like, is a little more plausible. So, back in that era, there was... Huh? And aliens wasn't plausible. I mean, I'm just, like, waiting for you to say they were sexy (laughs) red-headed space pirates. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that is a plausible story, yes. All right, so... Plausible theory. My plausible theory is during this time, um, they didn't call them circuses at the time. They called them, I believe, oddities at the time. And it was people that had abnormal, they could do abnormal things, such as jump really fucking high. Mm. So what if, yeah, so there's a theory that in London, there was one of these traveling shows and during this time period. Now, however, this like reached from like 1837 to 1877, 1887. I don't know. Anyway, for a long time. It does fit in the time. <laughs> Jack the Ripper. Uh, 1888 was Jack the Ripper. That was his first kill. Oh, I was thinking, I was that thinking we know that. about. Okay. That we know of. That we know of. Mm. So so this is my theory. This is my personal theory. And I feel like I have to burp. And I, mm, I don't like that feeling. Okay. All right. Not going to burp. So. Okay. <laughs> my theory is. What if one of these oddity shows. Had somebody that was very good at um, jumping, and due to the fact that they were able to jump, um, they were very thin and um, bendy. You know, like mm-hmm. there's some weird bendy people out there. And what if that person was psycho? Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> bear with me. So, what if that person decided, I'm not going to join the show anymore. I'm just going to go and scare Londoners. Mm -hmm. Is that a word? I don't know if it is, but I'm going to call it. I'm pretty sure it is. Okay, good. And then they got crazier and crazier as the years went on. Until they realized that the only thing that would cure their craziness was some bloodlust. And Mm. the only way that they could cure that was bloodlust by killing these prostitutes. Mm. Hence, turning into Jack the Ripper. Now, I don't know if these stories are combined or not, but I'm making them combined. But I think his name was Mac. Yeah, Mac was, the Ripper. No, it was Mac Daddy because Mac Daddy gonna make you jump, <laughs> <laughs> jump, jump. Mac Daddy gonna make you jump, jump. jump. Yeah. So there was um, 
All right. So there was these three kids that were, I mean, there's so much you can only do in London and stuff back in those days, you know, like was that game can and stick in the mud or whatever, but there's these three kids that saw this, <laughs> this puddle of mud and there was a pile of bricks laying next to it. So oh. they thought they would be creative and they would want to play this game and see who can get the brick into the mud the deepest. So one kid threw this brick up into there and it landed into the mud and only went like one foot into the mud. Second kid grabs it and he's like, oh, no, no, I got this. I got this. Throws the brick up into the air and smacks right down into the mud. And it went three feet into the into the mud. Well, the third kid thought, well, you know what? I got bigger arms. I'm taller. I'm the oldest. I think I can do better. And so he throws the brick up into the air and it doesn't come down. Hmm. So where'd it go? Yeah. Um, or maybe I told that wrong. There was a there was a woman <laughs> who had this parakeet and she uh, wanted to go on a trip. And so she bought her tickets, the airline and uh, when she got to the airport, she saw a sign that said no birds allowed. And she was, she was determined that she was going to bring her parakeet with her. So she thought bring she'd be it, girl. Right. And so she thought she'd be clever and, and put the parakeet underneath her her shirt and get onto the airplane. Well, it wasn't until later that there was, a, what are they called, stewardess? Mm-hmm. Uh, comes down the aisle and wants to check tickets and whatnot. And, and uh, she goes up to the lady and she says, ma'am, you got your ticket on you. And then the stewardess hears, well, they want it back up. And then the stewardess is like, excuse me? Uh, I, I, need, I just need your ticket. Paul, you want a cracker? And at this time, the stewardess is like, look, ma'am, we can't have birds on this plane. Can you like lift your shirt up? Sure enough, she lifted her shirt and there's the parakeet. Well, she called the stewardess called for the pilot and the pilot came down the aisle and he said and he's got this you know cigar and he's puffing and well the lady knows well if you can't have a, a bird on the plane well you definitely can't be smoking it on an airplane yeah and, what the fuck right so she's chewing out the pilot and she goes you can't be smoking on an airline and the pilot says, well, this is my plane, but you cannot have birds on this plane. So he took the parakeet from the woman, opened up a window, and threw the parakeet out the window. <gasps> and uh, yeah. so this pissed her off. So she did, she just yanked that cigar out of his mouth and threw it out the window and closed the window. Said, there, I can't have a bird. You can't smoke on your plane. So that by this time, he was just livid and he stormed down back to the cockpit the, the pilot was pissed off so right before he uh well the, so they they uh get the plane and start flying up into the air and the pilot hears this knocking sound on the window and he, he looks up and he sees the parakeet and guess what the parakeet's got in his mouth oh please tell me it's a cigar it's the brick oh Nice. The, the the parakeet's got the brick in his mouth. Damn. Did you did that like really go over your guys' head? <laughs> I got I'm drunk. I don't know. <laughs> there's a there's a parakeet with a gazelle. I don't know. 
<laughs> There's a parakeet with a the third kid threw um, the brick into the air and it smoking brick. I don't know. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, we're old, okay? <laughs> you know, you gotta give us a while. I mean, uh, our listeners are probably like, that was fucking stupid, but fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but for real what is your thoughts Nick what do you think Spring Hill Jack was was he a real devil uh, was he a human being naughty like you or I think it was the parakeet it probably was smoking Uh, brick and all I think it could have been well, I mean, this is like our last episode we did of the Velisca axe murder case. Um, I'm going to have to say, I, I still think it's the Reverend, the traveling Reverend. He's the fucking killer. Hmm. Uh, uh, it's possible that he could have used the circus gadget gear stuff and made himself leap up that higher. Or uh, maybe if these are like at odd hours and people were probably eating too many oatmeal cream pies. And Did, did you they- buy some... I mean that's possible. Yeah. I'm wondering, did you did you buy some moon shoes and travel back into time, Nick, and torture mm-hmm. these poor girls and wear your moon shoes and you know jumpy jump jump spring well, spring hill jack? Oh, that's a double drinky drink. I would have had to have gone back. Okay, sorry, I had to take that second drink. I had I would have to. I would have to time travel back 30 years ago before the moon shoes were discontinued and thrown off the market and then time travel to that time period and do it. Now, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could happen. It could, it could be a real thing. It could be. What do you think? What do you think, Em? Um, I don't, I guess I'm kind of leaning more towards like, not necessarily the devil himself but like an entity of the devil Ooh. okay what was that thing what was that um what was it because what going with what emily was saying wasn't there a a being in around that same place like in london areas oh maybe it was here in america where the jersey devil well the word the the like devil-like hooves were printed in the snow and they were found climbing up walls and onto people's roofs. Yeah, that came from the Spring Hill Jack story. Yeah, so, okay, that part we kind of left out, but it's a good thing that we did because bum, 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 to be continued. (laughs) It was one of those many little stories that I was like, eh, fuck it. Nobody needs to know. <laughs> when you asked me if I wanted to do the Spring Hill Jack, I was like, isn't that the one where the footprints were like up on people's roofs? And I was like, yes, let's do it. And then it's like, not once. And I'm just now realizing we didn't even talk about it. Fuck <laughs> you and your Spring Hill Jack footprints. <laughs> so I, I, I kind of like Emily's idea. It has to be an entity, like maybe not. See, when people say it's the devil, I don't think it was Lucifer himself. I think it was like a devilish entity of its own sort. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, 
I don't, I don't know. Big I'm, I'm sort of leading towards either a human, like two human men that were just immature and had way too much fucking time on their hands and way too much money. And they, for whatever reason, were really good at acrobats. And and also keep in mind, like, like people, when when traumatic events happen to them, they tend to like overkill some of the shit that happens to them. So, you know, I'm not saying what happened to these ladies wasn't dramatic and crazy and wild. Um, I just kind of wonder like how much they actually like actually happened, you know, like maybe, excuse me, sorry, there's the burp. Um, like maybe this per these people, these two men, maybe they were going to school for I don't know something that deals with with chemicals and shit. And so they kind of knew, or maybe one of them knew what some of the chemicals would do. And yeah. and they they fashioned a helmet that um, could hold these chemicals and they could be able to push a button or to dispense these chemicals together. And when that happened, it, it caused uh, a sort of fireball to happen. Um, oh, God. You I'm good? so sorry. Oh, that was a bad one. Oof. I got some bad heartburn from that one. Mm, so sorry. You okay? Um, yeah, no, I'm good. I was just, that was not a good one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of think it was either, like I said, like mischievous young men that just, I don't know, were fucking around, wanking off, whatever, or, mm-hmm. or it was, um, somebody who um was possibly part of like what would have what would could could turn into like a circus uh oddity kind of thing and maybe they just weren't quite right in the head i don't know what thinking about being poison ivy for halloween you should do it oh i am done drinking this irish shit (laughs) <laughs> my gosh i'm like oh my god i'm like talking out what i'm thinking so let's like hi hi how are you hi. i'm good i'm i'm good you you good em emmy emmy you live are you live are you okay i'm okay i'm good well if we don't have any more theories, I'm gonna call it. What what do our listeners think? What are they? What are what are you thinking out there in life? Do you you think this is a real thing? I mean, like it could be mass hysteria. Well, although, well, like it it kind of happened all over London. So I don't well, know. I mean, it's still possible. One more, I have one more theory because I've seen the 
now that my head just got out of its gutter, um, I had to sit up. Everything was shocking. Just, I know, right? Everything is a totally different world. And I'm, lay, I'm laying down and li- drinking this Irish Tully Moore. Um, the, oh my God, I actually pronounced it right this time. Um, the uh, alcohol does that. I think it was like a Japanese uh, something around. Anyways, um, rather than get an explanation, magnets. I know that there is somebody who has like magnets on his shoes and there's an extremely large, powerful magnet that's buried underground. And this guy can actually levitate several feet above the ground. And, huh. you know, like magnet, when two magnets are reversed, they kind of separate from one another. So maybe Springhill Jack could be a devilish entity with magnetic shoes and that he can levitate once he hits that uh, magnet it leaps him over buildings or houses maybe i don't know i call bullshit on it but that's i don't know that's my thought (laughs) (laughs) okay fair enough yeah and so i think that probably concludes tonight's episode well thank you everyone for taking the time to listen we hope that you've enjoyed this episode and you can find us on facebook and we hope you'll you'll join us for the next ghost bar episode i thought that was my line um i mean it can be (laughs) well then in that case we'll add another one thank you for taking the thank you for listening And we hope that you enjoyed this episode and you can find us on Facebook and we hope that you will join us next time at the ghost bar. We'll go with both of them. I like that. (laughs) Cue music.